0: another edition, A Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with Dr. Caroline Bethia Jones. I am your host, and today we will continue where we left off in our last two conversations on the power of words and transforming your mind. In January, my guest and I introduced the idea of the power of words. Last month, we discuss changing our minds to reach our intended goals. But this month, I want my audience to ponder the idea of universal laws and how they affect us. We learned that words can be pretty magical and when used correctly, can and will conjure up spells. However, we know that not all spells are evil. It is how we think about words that matter most. Our thoughts create words and our words create worlds our thoughts have an incredible ability to shape our lives so what are the universal laws that shape our thoughts how can we discover them my guest and i will have a candid conversation today about some of the universal laws that govern our lives we will discuss the law of harmony the law of vibration attraction and the law of divine order to name just a few, and if time allows us, we will discuss the law of belief, compensation, and the law of experience. There are also laws of personal return, laws of restriction, and the totality that I hope we get a chance to discuss. Now, I know there are so many universal laws and far too many to discuss tonight, but we're gonna get started anyway. So my name is Dr. Caroline Pathea-Jones, and I wanna welcome you to my show. My co-host today is Miss Anita Crum, and my guest host is Miss Teresa Henry. And our guests today are Mister and Mrs. Nika Ahmed. Welcome, both of you, to the show.
1: Welcome. Welcome.
0: How is everyone doing Welcome. tonight? Welcome. We're doing well. Excellent. Great. 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 great, great. Really Wonderful. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear that. <laughs> All right. So you know what? This is a really big topic, universal laws. I mean, we can talk all day, all night, all year, all century about universal laws, but uh, I want us to be specific about some of them that I believe actually have a great effect on our lives. And for so many people who don't believe that, you know, they say the same thing like, oh, well, I don't know if I believe in that stuff. Whether you believe in it or not, it governs your life. So we're just going to have at it, and we're going to have a conversation. How about that? How about that? All righty. Okay, let's get started then. I'm going to hand it over to my co-host, Miss Anita Crum. What you got Bump for us? right today?
2: in. <laughs> so welcome, everyone. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here with the uh, Nike Amin family, uh, the dynamic duo for this topic. I'm super excited. Caroline, I jotted down what you just mentioned about how universal laws have a great effect on our lives, and I subscribe to that belief wholeheartedly. I believe that we are one with nature, and we're all connected. Um, We're talking about universal laws of the universe, and yeah, there are laws out there, and We're going to uncover how they impact us in every area of our lives. So I'll just come up with my, I'll start first with my questions. All right. Which I'll go to Basui first. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, Basui, if you would, please just uh, give, share with everyone um, your background. So we can understand your depth of uh, this topic here today.
1: Okay, yeah, I guess it started around, I would say about 2000, maybe 13, 14, I started going to a spiritual shrine. Uh, It's called uh, the Shrine of Jehuti Harunepu, and it's a shrine that teaches the philosophies of ancient. Kemet, the spiritual philosophies of, of ancient Kemet under the, uh, the instructions of our Jedna, uh, Jedna's, you know, what they call spiritual guide, uh, and, um, you know, we, we pretty much learn the laws of the universe, um, learn how to live in tune to those laws. Uh, learn how to eat right. <laughs> you know how to change our thoughts, think right, um, and a lot of it is really geared towards understanding who you are, uh, teaching yourself about your life mission, how to live along your mission, and how to realign these these spiritual laws towards your your uh, progression along your life mission, and so. It's, you know, it deals with a lot of things like manipulating certain modems to help you. And one main modem that uh, was used or that I use or that we use in our shrine is the name. Uh, In the language of of Kemet, you know, the word name, it's it's, uh, the hieroglyphics of the the mouth with the wave of energy under it. And the Mm -hmm. mouth means utterance. The wave of energy means energy. And so, you know, it's called ring. And so from there, we, we, you know, you deduce that your name means the utterance of your energy, Mm -hmm. letting you know that your, your name carries a lot of energy, whether you're speaking it or somebody else is speaking it to you. So, uh, one of the things that we definitely subscribe to is, is to have a name that matches your mission or, you know, your, your, your mission along your journey. And so we do uh, spiritual consultations and spiritual readings. I got a spiritual reading that helped me determine a name to uh, set me along my, to match me along my uh, spiritual mission in life. And so comes the name Basui Mshu Nika Amen. Basui meaning one who teaches and instructs. Mshu, M is a preposition for the word with. Or from or for uh, Shu is a deity in in Kim. well we call a uh but you know it's it's popularly known popularly known as deities. Uh, Shu would be the the deity or the nature of air that that governs the air, boundless space, which is what air is made up of, right? And Nika amen means belonging to the spirit of the unseen force of creation which is amen he is the, the the deity that represents the unseen force of creation a lot of times you would hear the if the terms if you have a, a study on ancient egypt amen ra right amen was the unseen force ra was the seen force and together they were the totality you know that totalitarian uh creator and so When you put it all together, it's one who teaches and instructs with boundless space or without boundaries, who belongs to the spirit of the unseen force of the the creator. And so, um, you know, before I actually started going to the school, it's funny, you know, my whole life prior to that, all I was doing was working in a field where I was teaching or instructing or Mm -hmm. an assistant to a teacher. So, you know, the cards were already there for me. You know, so I really got confirmation once I started going to the school, especially when I had my spiritual reading and anyone that will be watching this in the future, I'll advise you go get a spiritual reading from someone, you know, who is really mad, who has mastery in doing spiritual readings. It's amazing. It's life changing, you know, because you're seeing your, your soul on paper, especially Mm. when they print out your natal chart, if you ever got your natal chart done. You're seeing all of your, your idiosyncrasies. You're seeing yourself on paper. You know, everything that you do, your hangups, your, your strengths, your weaknesses, everything that is embodied within you is on that paper, depending on, you know, the house that your planet is in. And, and you know, so we go through all of that in a reading and all of that leads to uh, your, your, your mission in life. And so, like I said, you definitely want to get a name and a numerology that kind of fits all in with the that aligns with that mission in your life. So um, I've been on that path, like I said, since 2013, 2014. Uh, Another thing we do in there is we learn the we try to gain mastery in the, the language of, of ancient Egypt, which is hieroglyphics, what we call Madu what they called Madu Necha. And, and one thing that has been very uh, revolutionary in my mind is how uh, so much of our' it's black folk, so much of our information, our, our history is is whitewashed and has been bastardized. Into a form where we don't even recognize our own history anymore, and we see it a lot, especially when we study ancient Egypt. Because remember, for years they've been trying to say that Egypt wasn't even in Africa. You know, right. anything yes. that you yes. go into in America, yes. Egypt and Africa are never on the same floor. You know, Right. Yes. like on the third floor, Africa's on the first. So they've always been trying to, you know, distinguish Keep them it. separate. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and and so now that we're getting into it a little bit more and learning about the uh, the the nature, the nature, uh, and in the uh, spiritual philosophy of it, we're seeing how so much of it was changed and defaced and in and, uh, camouflaged into Greek names and Roman names, and and I so definitely one of my missions. <laughs> Uh, along my life mission is to um, revisit and, and bring back the, the, the authenticity of our history. And, yes. and, you know, wherever that we are supposed to find it and that we don't find it in anymore. And so that, you know, that's definitely uh, been one of my missions. And, you know, and then sometime in the near future, I'd love to share with you some of the work that I'm doing, maybe on a future podcast, I would love to do that. Excellent. But, um, yes. but now, so I, you know, I, I find myself here. uh, Flashback five years ago, I met my beautiful wife, Kiana.
0: Yay. Yay. <laughs> We've been yes. on a
1: on a spiritual journey together. I mean, we wow. we discuss. I mean, the majority of our discussions is on spirituality and, and spiritual laws, and, and you know, eating right. And now that we're raising a. A beautiful child, you know, and so that that has been nice. even magnified. That's been magnified even more, you know, on how to live back to nature, you know, back to yeah. the land. Yeah, so, to um, the land. I'm enjoying every bit of the journey, and I am very grateful that y'all have invited me <laughs> here okay. to uh, speak about what I, you know, what I know, and you know.
2: Well, we we love having you here, and just by giving that. Um, I'm sure that's just a scratching the surface of your depth of knowledge. <clears throat> um, we're just delighted to have you here today. So there were several things that you've mentioned I, that I just want to touch upon. Again, we're talking before, about before the we universal- do, though. Before we uh-huh.
0: do, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Before we do, let's give uh, Miss Nika Amen a chance to say a few words and introduce what she does because, you know. They oh, are okay. one. We we will we will admit they are one, but they also <laughs> but they are separate too. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, thank you, Dr. Caroline. My husband tried to take all of my time as well. So. <laughs> um, he's a, as he explained, he's a teacher, so. You can see how he loves to lecture, and you can also see how he won me over because I am a (laughs) sapiosexual, so I love learning, I love words, and he has lots of them. Um, So my name is Kiana Jones, Nika Amen. Dr. Caroline Jones is actually my mother, uh, my mentor, and phenomenal woman, someone I look up to immensely. Um, So I'm very happy to be here again on the podcast. In my personal life, uh, my journey of personal evolution started... In about 2010, I started, um, I was just going through really dark times and I felt like, look, I need to figure out the meaning of my life or I just don't want to be here, you know? And I said, there has to be, you know, purpose. So I sought out that and I started reading lots of books, started having uh, lots of goal setting workshops that I was going to, started seeing a holistic coach. In about 2013, 14, same time that Mm Basui said that he started going to his shrine. So we always joke about that, the way we found each other in um, 2017. It was interesting because it seems like we both got to the shrine and to the coach that I was going to at the same time. And then that led us to where we would eventually meet at a lecture on African spirituality. So... It's a good thing that we both started our journeys to lead us to where we needed to be for us to to meet. Um, But in my personal life, I love to read a lot of books about personal accountability and things like that. I've always had a very resilient spirit. So even if I am down, I know it's temporary. I don't stay down for long. I love to reflect. I journal. I'm a writer. I love to look back on all of my experiences so that I can make some sense out of them. I have a degree in psychology, so I love to use the scientific method as I apply it to my life, and that's pretty much how I got to where I am today. I'm also the founder of a hiking company called Hikeolution, so once I discovered hiking and getting outdoors, that really was another feather in my cap to help me with some tools to really stay grounded and to keep my sanity and to just reflect on everything that I've been doing, so that's pretty much where I am now getting folks outdoors and using that as my main self-care routine. Thank you for having me.
2: Thank you for being here. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. Okay, Um, we've delved into some uh, universal laws and actually got some um, definitely in-depth background on the two of you here this evening. So when we think about um, universal laws, um, we're going to, what we'll do is we'll talk first about the law of divine order. We've had, as Caroline said, we've identified the various um, laws of divine order. So um, I'll pose a question to you, uh, Kiana. So when you think of the laws of the divine order, how would you say that that has manifested in your life? Like what does that look like to you?
3: The law of divine order to me is is beautiful because it's a constant reminder that there is a master plan. So as I stated when I first um got set on this journey, I didn't like the way things were in my life. I felt like everything was going wrong. I felt like I kept hitting brick walls and I was just asking why? Like what is what is happening? Why can't my life be what I want it to be? This is something isn't right. So I really stopped and said, there has to be a better way. And I changed course in what I was doing. So when I think about the law of divine order, it reminds me that you can set everything in place and have this perfect plan. And when you have that perfect plan and that understanding that things can run smoothly, that's where you get that perfect peace. So in my life, um, the, the road to joy, the road to peace, began by understanding that it's not half the life. doesn't have to be haphazard. It actually, it isn't even when things are chaotic, it's still the plan. <laughs> so, you know, hindsight <laughs> 2020, looking back at all the experiences and wondering why that was happening, they started to make so much sense when you looked at all the puzzles, um, all the pieces of the puzzle finally coming together. And you don't see the pieces when you just have one or three, but once you have a hundred and you're like, oh, it's a hundred piece puzzle. And now I have the full picture. It's like, ah, you get that aha moment. So divine order is, it brings a lot of comfort to my life. Cause I know that no matter what's, what seems to be happening, it's all going according to the plan from my life.
2: And, um, switching to living your life in the divine order, was it a, um, a guided, discovery or was it innate whereby you just stopped thought and said, wait a minute, why you realize realizing Why am I living to Skelter? I'm going to try something different. What was it that got you onto this divine ordered path?
3: It, it's really interesting because um doing it my way is what got me into the divine order because my way, I use air quotations for my way because everything you do is is your way. You have the choices. You're the one doing it. There's no puppet. You know, you're not a puppet with someone pulling the strings. However, what I meant is in the natural, me in the natural, not me in the spiritual. So I was pretty much, I found that I was swimming upstream because everything was difficult. Everything was hard. And it's funny because I have a friend who likes to say, if it's hard to do, you're doing it wrong. And that's just like the most brilliant thing I heard because clearly when something is like, Um, it feels like there's obstacles. It's, it's sometimes it's because that is a roadblock and you are going, you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole. So to answer your question about was it self-guided or was it something else? It was more, I wasn't thinking through my choices. I was just acting, acting, acting. And then the results that came from them weren't favorable. So I had to step back, go within. And at that time, I called it surrendering to the will of God, which is, it still could be that I'm not saying that I no longer think it was that. Um, right. But that's in essence what I did. I said, you know what, I'm checking out. You take over. Just, just tell me what to do, and I'll and I'll be obedient. So I just started, you know, having these private conversations inside my head, and they were back and forth dialogues. And I I hope that doesn't sound too crazy, but I was talking to I was tapping into something outside of myself that was also within myself that was giving me the divine answers that I needed. And I didn't trust it at that point, but I was willing to. So if they said left, I went left. If they said right, I went right, up, down. So, and I was seeing if it worked. And time after time, as I was taking the information, I was coming in and doing what that said, I was getting much better results, which helped build up that muscle of faith and trust in
0: mm-hmm.
2: the universe. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I want to say that what you just described actually is pretty much a definition of divine order because it's about balance. It's about it's about bringing ourselves into a place of balance. And that's what you needed to do. And um, be- before we move on with, with uh, my, my beautiful host, Miss Anita Crum, Abbasui, I want to give you an opportunity to also um, talk about um Divine order. I, I wanted to start with divine order because I think before we can truly, truly get into all the rest of them, we need to understand that that is a universal law that that puts us into harmony with ourselves. And um, Basui, you mentioned something about vibrations and um, and energy, and 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 we we need to have the right energy around us in order for for ourselves to be feeling like we're in balance. Let's talk about that a little bit. I think that you um, might have a lot to say actually on that subject.
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, one thing that I'll definitely be doing tonight is I'm going to be uh, deferring a lot to uh, my studies, you know, because um, that's what I know, (laughs) you know, in terms of speaking spirituality, you know, and so um, in our studies, we actually had, we, um, we have a uh, concept of divine order, which was called ma'at. And, you know, ma'at was the, you know, what they call the goddess. But, you know, we don't use gods and goddesses. And let, let me just, a very quick segue to that, because it, it all gels in. But um, whenever you hear about the talk of gods and goddesses, we call them natural, right? And and the actual word for the creator was netcher, And so you see natural is a derivation of nature. So it's just letting you know that whenever you're talking about gods and God or natural rule, we're talking about universal forces that emanate from the creator, right? So it's all one entity. It's just the creator uh, spreading its entity, you know, throughout creation. So the creator can sper- experience the totality of creation. And so... You find these, and these uh, are manifested into uh, universal laws, and so you find them everywhere, right? We're living all around universal laws, and so one of these universal laws, or one of these emanations of the Creator, was a nature, a female nature, or a nature called Maat, and Maat was the nature of universal law. Maat was the governor of the universe. So Ma'at is the governor of the universe. She's the lawmaker. And so, you know, a lot of of times when you look on a lot of uh, uh, glyphs, you'll see the creator sitting on a a boat. They will call it the divine bark. And in front of the creator would be Ma'at sitting in the front of the boat, leading the divine bark. So this is kind of letting us know that before the creator even thought about creating anything else in creation, order was established. Divine order was established. And so when we think about divine order, you kind of look at it as uh, the backdrop to creation, right? It it was uh, supposed to be the backdrop to a perfect creation. It's just us as human beings, we fell so far out of alignment with uh, with that divinity. You know, in, in that uh, network of, of universal laws that, um, yeah, it's going to be a strong climb to get back to. But anyway, I don't want to uh, deviate from that. Yeah, so ma'at is the divine. <laughs> I was going to go into another thing. But ma'at is the divine uh, order. And with that divine order comes a set of principles in itself. And so ma'at is uh the ingredients Uh, that attribute to the phrase as above, so below, these these principles of Uh, Ma'at. She is the the consistency, or these principles are like the consistency of the universe that allows life here on earth to mirror the celestial realm. And so when you get into the the principles of Ma'at, we're talking about truth, justice, harmony, order, reciprocity, and, and balance. You know, these are the principles of Ma'at or divine order as we study it. And when you think about these principles, like I said, they're the, the consistency and the constant to the universe because there are total mirrors of above and below. And so when we talk about truth, we're talking about something that is consistent and constant. It, it can't afford even a scintilla of interruption or or, or else chaos will ensue. And so the universe was made that way, you know, when we talk about the planets, the way that they spin on their rotations and the sun, just the celestial bodies in itself. Right. And then we look inside of our bodies. It's the same thing. The cells, they have to rotate and spin at a certain oscillation. They can't afford to stop. Our heartbeat can't afford it. Our lungs can't afford it. So these are things that are true. These are universal truths. And so we'll see the mirror of above and below, right there, with that principle of truth, uh, justice, right? Justice is 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 basically the healing and the renewal uh, of of nature, right? Nature is always trying to heal itself. When we look at the creation of the earth; it was always disaster, and or or before before something new happened, disaster predilated it, right? In order for something new to happen, and we look at our bodies the, the same way you know and and i'm drawing the correlations because i you know just to kind of show that consistency that this is an order right letting you know that's an order because it's found in in every aspect of life and and so i'm just using humans and celestial bodies as two polar uh opposite aspects and so yeah so when you see the justice that that's our body also our body is always trying to heal itself you know whenever you go to any holistic Health teachers, they'll always tell you that is one of the first principles that your body will heal itself. Just let it, you know, feed it right, water it right, give it the right nutrients, and it will work. It will work for you. Uh, That's the way our.
0: Okay, no, I want to I I stay there for a minute because um, when, when we're talking about what we know and what we don't know, there's I'm looking at the the list of the universal laws that we're going to be talking about. The law of restriction. The law of restriction says man cannot create anything higher than his level of understanding, right? You were talking about things right now that are very important to us as human beings that a lot of us don't know about. A lot of us don't know about. We we don't know about most of the things that you just said, which means that we will never be able to 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 create better for ourselves, be healthier, um, heal ourselves, or do any of those things because we mm. really don't have that knowledge. Um, when I when I mention, I it's one of the ones I wanted to talk about. Um, it says that um, um, that work from the inside out and incorporate the power of harmonious thinking. The only solution to poverty, limitation, and desire to heal the world is to first heal yourself. But if you don't have an understanding of any of this stuff, it makes it difficult for us to move on to, to help others in, in that situation. Let's talk about that for a minute um, with, with Kiana because I, I want this to be a dual conversation. So let's, let's hit on another uh, universal law here. And if Anita, you have anything to um, add to this, please do, because I know that you've done mm-hmm. your own extensive yeah. research on it. But let's talk about the law of restriction for a minute here.
3: Yes. Yeah, so when Basumi spoke, he said that he's always going to be coming from a place of his teaching what he has learned at his shrine. So for myself, everything that I'm going to speak about is going to be from experience and from interpersonal relations. So when I look at the law of restriction, you see it very well when you think about love. They, there's a saying, and it's not just a saying, it's very true. People accept love in the form of how they love themselves. So when you look at abusive situations or any place where there's any mistreatment, you can see the mirror of how another person accepts that treatment because that's how they feel about themselves. When you love yourself more than what you expect from others, also increases so that's similar to the law of restriction because that's what we're talking about when it says that you can't create anything higher than your own level of understanding it's because you're setting the bar for what you know so yes when they say look work from the inside out they're saying if you want anything on the outside to change it has to start with the levels that you're reaching within and of course um it seems like what you said is that, oh, well, if you don't know this stuff, how would you ever, you know, attain the higher level? But the thing is, once you begin the work, the spirit works with you. The universe starts bringing more and more to you to allow you to grow. Anyone that wants to grow, anyone that tries and takes that first step, they are going to continue.
2: And Kiana, that's, that's spot on. That's what you were talking about earlier with yeah. the um, divine order. You were doing it one particular way, but you kept seeing that there was this barrier and things were hard. So then you step back and then there was no longer that resistance. So, yes, I I could see your point there.
0: But does that doesn't that bring us then into the new law, law of compensation? Wouldn't that be similar to that?
2: You're responsible for what happens to you. Absolutely. Yeah. As does the law of attraction. Yeah.
3: All so of these laws. Uh,
2: yeah, they
3: all. They all intermingle. Exactly. It's all a marriage of of all the laws. They all work in harmony. Because of the divine order and harmony, it makes the universe make sense. You know, there's not yeah. going to be anything that, that doesn't make sense. All of the laws should definitely uh, relate back to another one.
0: Right. It's the reason why I wanted to start with the law of divine order for that very reason, so we can see how all of this is linked. The, the work that Basui is doing, the work that you are doing, the work that I am doing, all of this, because none of us will be able to master the whole entire totality of, of the universe. But each of us have a work that, that we are doing. So let's talk about the law of, of um, vibrational attainment. Mm. Right, so uh, the law of vibrational attainment means the entire universe operates on the same principle of vibrational energy. Do y'all know what that (laughs) means? Let's talk about it, Vasui. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that vibrational energy.
1: Yeah, I get my my uh, I guess stance on it. I guess I guess it would speak to the way that that we receive different forms of vibration uh, that ultimately influence our, our makeup, you know, our physical makeup. And so there, there's social and societal experiences right, that we encounter that can change our vibrations. Right? And when we talk about attainment, we're talking about the way that we uh, receive vibrations and this is one way that we can receive them from the way that we respond to situations in life. It can change our vibrations in a good or a bad way. If you're in a loving relationship, as Kiana and I are, you know, um, it, can, it increases your vibration, right? It mm-hmm. makes it stronger, you know? Yeah. And of course, if you are constantly, uh, you, you know, you're in a toxic relationship and you're constantly experiencing bad thoughts and, and your attitude is bad, then... Yeah, I I would assume that your vibration would be very low, you know, and and that would kind of overlap into the law of attraction. And then you start attracting low vibration people into your life. Right. And and then there's the other way that you can attain uh, vibrations. And that is if if you're willing to. uh, Indulge. In or you know, appreciate the concept of reincarnation, then you would understand that uh, we attain vibrations through uh, previous life experiences. You know, and, and you know, as a soul is born and given a physical vessel, the soul has now downloaded these negative imprints from past lives that have mm-hmm. encountered that soul or that embodied that soul and left negative imprints on it. And so now, We go through life with these negative imprints that manifest into uh, impulses, um, idiosyncrasies, uncontrollable urges, and things that we can't explain. But these are are vibrations that were attained to us from birth, you know, that we haven't even tried to figure out yet how it is that they kind of invaded our bodies. But now we're going through life with them, and there are a lot of people going through life with you know, uh, un un I guess you would say, um, uh, unchecked disorders, you know? And I, I guess a lot of them would come through these types of vibrations and, you know, we have so much knowledge on people who can do past, what do you call a, a retro, uh, where they can help you, um, mm-hmm. the, the term escapes me, but where they can help you. Regression, past, life regression, regression. Right, past regression, there you go. Right, yeah. where they can help you with past life uh imprints and, and recollections. And so yeah, I guess these are two ways that we can attain these vibrations. But I guess the original question that you were asking was what does that mean that we were all we are all under the same vibration, or or just repeat that question. Let, yeah, first. let
0: me uh okay, so the law of vibration vibrational attainment means the entire universe operates on the same principle of vibrational energy. So let me finish reading it though. It says, when Einstein discovered that matter is energy, he opened the door to merging science and metaphysics. Scientists have proven that energy cannot die. It can only transform. So I guess this is a a type of transformation. Pretty much what you were saying also too, which uh, about uh, reincarnation. reincarnation. Because nothing yeah. dies; it is just transformed. So right. that's where um, this particular law um, comes in, which you pretty much answered because you talked. To, you know, you pretty much talked about that. Um, Anita, do you have a question regarding what we just talked about to, um, um, to I
2: guess? No, I I just, I was going to add about um, reincarnation. And if we read further, um, it states it's by its very nature, energy must go forward or backward. It cannot stand still for to do so is stagnation resulting in transformation. So no matter what, the, the vibration, like it's going to allow itself to flow. We were talking earlier about um, restoring and allowing water to flow through when there's blockages, there's blockages, but we have to always be in motion. Um, I, I, again, I think we just said a moment ago that the, uni- the laws, universal laws of the universe, it's, um, it's circular. There's no end or beginning because it's all one and they just all evolve into one another. But I think that, um, Basui has just really wrapped that up neatly in a bow and, um, address that, that point, but yeah, good stuff.
0: Okay. Let's take an interlude right here. Teresa. Um, when we're, when we're talking about all these universes, because you, you're my special guest host here. We're, we're talking about how, you know, um, even even harmony and balance and, that, and and how that pertains to even our finances. So what do you have to offer um, when we're talking about the universal laws and, and how they help us? We're, we're talking about how they're helping us spiritually. But do you have any thoughts on how they also um, play a hand in our financial um Yes.
4: Um, All hail, everyone. Um, I'm really enjoying this conversation, uh, mainly because I come from that same background as Basui. Uh, I hope I said your name correctly. And uh, Kiana, as well as you, Caroline. And I'm I'm bursting here just waiting to say something because, (laughs) I mean, all of these laws go with the laws of prosperity and or prosperity consciousness. I come from an association, my my association is called the Universal Hagar's Spiritual Association or church or school. And the founder, Father George Willie Hurley, he studied these things back in 1890. And to bring it to especially people of color to remember who we are and to understand some of the things that Basui talked about because he studied in Tibet and India and all those type of places so that he could bring back the truth so that we may know who we are and where we are. So with all of these, these laws, especially like you said, the law of um, divine order, everything is in divine order. And when it comes to finance, that's what we must understand, that the world is magnetic. The world is vibrational. Mm -hmm. And, and, And we are the world. We are the universe. We are the God. We are the creators. And by understanding that, we have to understand where prosperity really comes from and understand that our responsibility is to understand the reality. Unfortunately, it appears that people of color have forgotten not only who we are, but forgotten how wealthy we are. We're, when you look back at the ancestors and you look back at the creators, they were always filled with wealth, but the thing was they didn't go after it. They already knew who they were. They already knew that they were wealthy. So when we're looking at prosperity and we're looking at finance, we have to understand that prosperity is basically a spiritual knowledge of transformation. Tr- true prosperity is really releasing the need not going after money, not going Mm -hmm. after finance, understanding the spiritual laws of money as well as the natural laws of money. And that's what's missing today. We're not being taught that we can create, we can attract, we can use that law of restriction and become the law of restriction where it says here, incorporate the power of harmonious thinking, understanding that if we're thinking in a conscious level and forgetting about the consciousness, subconscious mind, the subconscious mind, once we know what we want, most mm-hmm. don't know. And I'm, I'm also in the field of finance. I've been working in this field for about 30 years. And I I most financial planners are only dealing with the natural laws of money. I help families and people that I meet to understand the, na- the spiritual laws of money. What mm-hmm. do you want? The reason why most don't understand that we're already prosperous because of their upbringing. What happened in the past, of how, how the vibrational attainment of what their mothers were saying, the matter of energy that will turn out the lights. So what do you think? Money grows on trees. And so we've been indoctrinated with the the with a mindset of lack. But understanding that we attract all that we want, well, we know that prosperity, in, and rather that our subconscious mind programs. Sometimes of uh, inferiority, sometimes it programs lack. So yeah. once we understand that ye are gods, we are financial. Once we light align with the I'm trying to get all this down because I could talk about this for a week. Once, once, <laughs> so all these thoughts are coming. So once we know where we align with the light, and most of all, knowing the age that we're in, one of the things Father Hurley was preparing us for this Aquarian age. Understanding mm-hmm. that our thoughts travel around the world in a fraction. I mean, we're talking on this box.
1: About we're,
4: seeing each other. we're seeing each other through this law of vibration. And, and these are the things that he was preparing us for. To understand that now, not only are we in the Aquarian age, this is also the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension of light. In this fifth dimension, we're not the same. We don't walk the same. If you notice, the sunset is not the same. The sunrise is not the same. So anything that we want, like somebody said something about teachers, like Bashuwi Mash- uh, and uh, uh, Kiana, we're teachers. So what we've got to do is understand that, that uh, sincere teachers raises others up, but first we raise ourselves up by knowing the truth. The truth mm-hmm. is what is setting us free to be able to share with others. So we gotta put on our oxygen mask on first so when we get that calling, like someone said, well, how the people, they don't know the things uh, like what we what, what was sharing with you is what they're asking all of us, light workers, crystal walkers, whatever you want to call us to come out, come out from wherever you are to be able to help uplift fallen of humanity in yeah. all areas in relationship and finance, especially finance, because mm. that's where we forgot. That we have gold and sil- silver. We are even made of gold and silver. It's in our pineal mm. gland. The crystals are already also
0: in our blood.
4: Don't get me started. Yeah. No,
0: but you know what? <laughs> we're, but, but, but we're they're preaching. <laughs> That's right. Yes, and what you're saying preaching. is powerful. Which brings us <laughs> to our next law that we're going to. Can I? Can I just <laughs> yeah, have wait, wait, a follow wait, wait, up, let's up let's to her up conversation? conversation. yet
2: <laughs> yeah, Okay. Yeah. All um, right. That that was beautiful. Caroline, <laughs> that was that was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. You sparked a firestorm here. <laughs> Caroline, you mentioned earlier um, after Baisui spoke about um, about how do we educate others. So Teresa talked about we already know this, and we've been, but there's been a process of indoctrin- indoctrination. Mm. It's not just our yeah. parents or our grandparents; it's our oh, great great grandparents. Too great, great, great grandparents, and just the whole way that we African-Americans have been put here and been colonized, been trained to believe a certain way. And so that just gets passed down. But Sui said it well, when he stated that we have forgotten from where we've come from, forgotten, and Teresa it up too, the riches that we possessed initially. So there's this huge part of education that has to get out so that we are aware. Um, One of the things when you talk about um, the law of compensation and the riches that we possess, we're, you know, just on the principle of the fact that we are God's children, acts we shall receive, and it will be given unto you, that alone but um, there's just so much in the world that is um, has it stacked against all humanity to focus to one beat drum. And that's this, you know, do what everybody else is doing, drive the, and have yes. the same car yes. everybody else have, the same yes. clothes, Ooh. the pocketbook. Go send your kids to these colleges. They'll get an education. But in the meantime, you got to work four jobs. And yes, that's not yes. what it's all about. It's mm-hmm. spend time inside so that you'll know yourself to come and then reflect and the be in the world yes. and act that out. And from there, knowing thyself, all of these things, the universal laws will be made known to you. And so that's the yes, that's the yes. task at hand. How are yes. we going to now Ooh. get everyone, get, you know, turn turn the tables, turn the tide, get a different drum beat, different drum beat that Ooh. everybody's following that's and right. is going to unveil to be the truths of the laws of the universe, to live right. this richness in life, because that's the yes. whole plan. That's the whole plan. Ooh. Can I just say real
1: quick? Yes. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) My my Jedna. Y'all touched on, and Kiana can probably attest to it. My Jedna's. I was laughing because as I'm hearing you, Teresa, and Anita, you just touched on something, too. That my Jedna says, he says the exact stuff verbatim, especially when he talks about the oxygen mask, you know? But you have Uh to put yours on first. You know, before you can worry about saving, you have to save yourself first. First, But what I just wanted to say is what what you two ladies just described was what reparations looks like, you know, because every once in a while that word comes up, you yeah. know, reparations. And, you know, we think is that it's just something tangible. There's something monetary, you know, we're all black folk going to be proud once we get it, but if you don't transform yourself first, if we don't transform ourselves, that reparations money or whatever they give us is going exact right back to whoever gave it to us. You know, and it's almost like, why not give it to us? You know, all you are going to do is just get a big return on it It, in the state that we're in right now. You know, but what y'all were just touching upon when when in terms of reparations, educationally, like the educational part of reparations, is exactly what y'all were saying. I mean, we need so badly to have a rites of passage as opposed to an indoctrination, uh, you know, in the way that we've always been taught, you know. And sometimes tradition is the best indoctrinator, you know. Following what your grandparents and their, you know, parents did just because it was tradition. Sometimes that doesn't work in the yes. day where we're trying to apply it. So. We have to find newer ways. You know, it might have yeah. been great for then, but right now we have to find other ways, you know, to break out of this chain or to this tight uh, hold that has us still in bondage mentally. And I don't to say that y'all just touched on those top Man, that, that was <laughs> it, it was beautiful. That's exactly what educational reparations looks like. All of you did, and and, and uh, what what
0: each of you said was absolutely fantastic. And we we have two more laws that I want to talk about. And and Basui, you you did a great segue into both of them. And one of them one of them is the law of belief, right? Because mm-hmm. um, it says you can have you can have anything you want if you can give up the belief that you can't have it. As long as it doesn't conf- conflict in harmony with someone else, it would be best to achieve the education necessary to attain what you want. Um, belief yeah. is very, very important. I, I think, I think there's power in just belief because whatever you believe becomes your truth. So, um, Basu, you're, you're, you were talking about um, um, educating and 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 breaking away from ritual, which our last uh, universal law that we're gonna discuss before we sign off is the law of ritual, right? Mm. But it is difficult for us uh, to get people to believe what is true because Mm -hmm. they have already accepted and believed what is not true. You you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So where we're having most of our issues trying to get to where to the level of what Teresa is talking about, to the level of what you're talking about Basu, even to the level of what Kiana and, and Anita's talking about is that we have to first break away some of those untruths. Mm. I, I, I would tell individuals that the, the, the worst words I hear and and Kiana and, and Anita can repeat it for me before I even say it. That's is the I, way it's historically been done. Oh yep. my God. Yeah. I, 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 can, yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't I can't with those very <laughs> words. This yeah. is the way it's historically been done. Yeah. And the way it's historically been done has been killing us. <laughs> okay? Well, I just want to say um that we what we really have to
3: understand is that the machine, the media machine and the folks that want to mm-hmm. keep us asleep, they are working yep. full time, overtime. overtime vacation no time no breaks like yep it's a full-time job for them to make sure that we're not conscious to make sure that we're asleep to make sure that we don't know to make sure we never return to what we know inside so they flood us with so much so that's the that's the easy part for them to do and they, and they have such a head start over us for that. Once you start talking this conscious stuff, even though it resonates with folks, it's just not the popular story. Uh, you know, it's not, if they turn the corner, they're going to get hit with 10 times more things that are the opposite of what you just tried to tell them. Mm, and, you know, old habits die very hard. What were you going to say? You anything? know,
2: I was going to say, okay, so then the pandemic hits. Mm. We were home oh, for a year and a half. The yes. majority of people. Mm-hmm. So, was that the reset button?
3: It sure to was because it resulted in the great resignation.
2: The great resignation.
3: Because People so spending people time, time with their said, families. I don't want this rat race. I'm checking out. Exactly. There's even so, um, a newsletter that I follow called Rat Race Rebellion. So, it's, that was the wake up. We got a chance to to not we were yeah. in our house doing our own thing staying together and we weren't mm-hmm. able to see the media machine if you i'm mean, hopefully, you turned off your television yeah but we weren't able to get that to stuff. be in the rat movie, race the with stuff. it it's the mm-hmm. yeah. subconscious stuff, stuff it's the it's like that movie they live how everything you see has a hidden message behind it mm. so they, yeah. we missed out on so much of that messaging because we weren't out yes. in the world getting it yes. we weren't yes. getting the residual bus. Um, yes. Yes. You know, ads. We weren't getting the billboards. We weren't getting the radio in the car. It was we we, we yeah. did off a lot, and that's how Ooh. we were able to get a, a aha moment. Like I want to do something different. We got a lot of courage, and that Ooh. was that was
2: Ooh. Bad Ooh. So them. then, <laughs> so then, okay, that's a good point. It's the Aquarian it. age. So is this whole pandemic by design? It's like Absolutely. the wheels yeah, were yeah. turning fast. The wheels were turning fast but then it slowed down, maybe it reversed and now it's gearing back, but in a really slow motion and we're marching the other way so that the universal laws can be taught, understood. We're waking up yes. so that we can yes, go yes. out and communicate well, the, the to The awakening
3: those. definitely started before yeah. the pandemic. We were already getting there, especially with the invention of the internet and connecting yes. folks and having that yeah. information available. Yeah. That was, you know, the The foundation to get to of this it place, all. so everything was the building blocks to where we need to be. To where and we as need we to started be. Started with uh, the law of divine order, and we'll be talking about with the plan. There, there are no mistakes. There are no accidents. This isn't something Absolutely. that messed up. Like, oops! If this had not happened, no, this was supposed to happen. To, it happen. Was supposed yeah. to happen. So, of course, everything is happening as it should to get us where we need to be as a whole. It, and yeah, also, yeah, yeah. Go back to right. the vibrational. Yeah. As uh, Teresa mentioned, the word light workers and things like that, all the conscious people that are here on the planet doing their self work, getting that knowledge of self, raising their personal vibration, it's a collective work because once you do that, you are now raising the vibration of the entire planet. So that's why it's Correct. important that we all get that self work and work on ourselves because you got 10 people doing that, now it's 10 times greater the light. So that's why it's so important because we are. It's not, it's not just gonna benefit me to work on myself. Me no. wearing light into the world is now gonna outshine all the negativity that the rest of the world is trying to, you know, get us in. Right. They're trying to get us in World War Three right now, as you all know. So yeah. we need light workers to just come together and send that positive yes. vibration yes to, to overdo yes. it to overturn it to heal this planet that's what it's gonna yes.
0: take and, right. yes and,
4: and we can't and we can't help but do it because our bodies our DNA is changing our molecular structure our cellular structure we are changing and the ancestors was waiting for this time the ancestors are popping up I've never heard so many young children knowing about the the ancestors knowing about some of the things that Basui talks yeah. about they're, if they come here, if these children come here, they come here knowing. So this reset had to happen. And yeah. more and more of us are waking up. We have to let our light shine Ooh. that others may see our good works. Sometimes we could just walk in a room. I did that last week. And people want to know, what is it that you know? Sometimes we don't even have to be on a platform because, because of this time. Energy. The yeah. energy and the vibration. Fair away. What's fair going away. On now. People are also yeah. beginning to believe more because they're indoctrinated they in their in their self in their bodies. Yeah. They're, they're, they're beginning magnetic. to know the truth. They're beginning to look. They're not looking at these false doctrines, these things to look outside of us. You know, they remember what J- Yeshua kept telling us: we are God, and and it's, and, and it's not blasphemy to say it. But most people of is color it, do it, not it, believe that. Believe
0: that, yeah. yeah. One of the things I want to I add to this, that everything that you're saying right now is part of the divine order. Because uh, all of us working together, and it has to happen, because it's part of the divine order. As we begin to awaken, as we begin to to, to all begin to see the truth, it will be more overpowering than what is happening right now. See, everybody right now see all the evil and everything that's happening in the world right now, right? The world seems yeah. like, oh, my God, look, this everybody's just acting crazy. But when, like Kiana said, once everyone that... And, uh, uh, Teresa, you mentioned it too. Some of us have this in us. The whole entire world is not... Um, under uh, under the authority of the world. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Right. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is that um, for a long time, it's been hidden. And like you said, Yeshua said, you don't light a candle and then hide it under... A blanket. So what's happening is some of us light bearers, and some of us who have already been doing this work in secret, are now doing this work in the in the day. right you understand know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And and when you see, when you read down here where it says, um, under the law of divine order, if enough souls focus their energy upon peace, we will have peace. OK, mm-hmm. so we need the we and this, and this is a this is a cry that we're going to we're going to put out here on these airwaves. We need all of the light workers. We need everybody who believes we need everybody who is working toward the good of humanity to stop hiding now. This is your time now. We've yeah. crossed over to a new age. This is now our time and we need to come forth. Right. Which mm-hmm. brings us to the last law, the law of ritual. Because the law of ritual states that any act performed and repeated with specific intent becomes a right. It can be enhanced by using the power of the mind to control reality. It is time for us to get into mm-hmm. a ritual of doing good and bringing light into the universe. Because once all of us begin to do that, we will see the change. It has to change. You understand? Oh, and, for to. All the, yes, and
2: for yes. all the listeners, permit your guides to assist. Yes. Exactly. That's exactly. the message. Permit yes. your guides to assist. And, and,
4: and realize that our spiritual loved ones that have passed are here to help us. I I have been working, I have been doing this work for over 30 years. I'm also a spiritual reader. As Bashua said, that is very powerful. I'm a spiritual reader. And, and that's what we did back in the day to understand who we are. What does the stars say? What does the moon say? And understanding the sun, soul, aura. Oh, my God. There's so much that we really I think that it's coming to the, we're coming into the realization that there's more. Yep. And that's what we, right. we are. Right. That's our calling to go out and do. That's right. Yeah.
0: And I know all of us on this particular call will do our parts because I know each and every one of you personally. So I know that you are working for the good of humanity. So I wanna yes. thank you for that. I wanna thank all of you for um, being my <laughs> yes. guests today on, on this episode. This yes. is a, a fabulous episode, which we, we really hope will be able to to raise lots of vibration. Um, I want you to continue doing what you're doing. Continue to do good. Thank do you. good even when it don't feel good to do good. Keep doing good because we're <laughs> oh. That's uh,
3: important. Yes.
0: That's important. So um, Basui, any parting words? What do you want to say to the listening community out there before we sign off?
1: Yeah, I I just want to. um, And, you know, Kiana touched upon it, especially with the the pandemic, you know, um, and the importance of uh, gatherings like this and just gatherings with like minded people. Because just as we were talking about how we can get together and create a collective energy. But the reason why we need to do that is because we need to combat what, you know, it's called the collective ego. You know that's actually pervading <laughs> right now, and it's yep. this, what it is is this overly sexualized energy. It's a, a what they call a, a rape culture that has been created. It's
2: it, you know, and it's
1: all emanated from individual toxic thinking. But together, and that goes with the last law, be, because this toxic thinking is so repeated. It becomes ritualized, you know, and it's and that's what made this collective ego so strong. You know, when with the TV, you know, it's programmed, things are on at the, the same time every day, it's the same toxicity you're watching, same messages you're getting in the yes. music, yes. you know, yes. the, the, the yes. messages are the same now. Yes. So everything is a ritual. It's all a right that's being acted upon us and that right is being collected into this ball of energy that has just brought us to a point now where I think we were due for a pandemic. You know, we were due for a Yes. Food, you yes. know, and we have to look at it as, as a cleansing that it is. And yes. Kiana touched upon yes. it. it is a cleansing that yes. kept everybody yes. in the yes. house, and made everybody reflect, and made the air clean. The animals were coming out in 2020, yes. they were happy. <laughs> Nature <laughs> was happy, you know. Yeah, up and, our and so, Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. There was even pollution yeah. that was eliminated, yeah. in like yeah. places like Los Angeles and China had oh, the yeah. cleanest air quality in decades.
1: Uh, it was. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And just and, enough
0: time. <laughs> just enough time to get those who were sleeping giants to wake up. To wake <laughs> up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, right. yeah. That's right. So yeah. So I'm. You know, the message I just want to drive home is. We need more gatherings like this of like-minded people to get yes. together. Even though, you know, 2020 made it hard, we couldn't get together in a, in a physical space. But if we can do more Zooms, if we can just, you know, do more modems where we can galvanize our intellect and our consciousness to combat this, this toxicity that's going on, then, you know, I know I'm all for it. I'm, I'm all for it. And I appreciate it. I, you know, I'll say it once again, definitely. Thank yes. you for having me on, you know, yes. <laughs> and allowing me to build with more like-minded energies. Thank you very much. Do I. Uh, yes.
0: Kiana, um, parting words from you, Kiana.
3: Um, yeah, I just want to reiterate as above, so below, as within, so without. So it's so imperative that we take the time to heal ourselves so that we can go out and do the work because If we still have our hangups, then we can't really affect as much change. So it's so important that we sit with our shortcomings and figure out what that level is that we need to get to so that we can constantly work towards it. And um, just knowing that it's mind over matter. The the cool thing about our brain is that it does not know the difference between fact or fiction. That's why propaganda works so well. Because whatever you're telling it, your mind is going to believe it. So why not feed it with your hopes, your dreams, and all the positivity and going in that direction because it's gonna believe it anyhow. So take just no more negativity. Just go in, believing because I mean, what what do you have to lose? You I mean, well, if you already believe in negative, you're already doomed and headed in the wrong direction. So why not turn it around and try something else? You can only mm-hmm. benefit or you can stay exactly where you are. There's mm-hmm. no harm, no foul. But I'm telling you. You switch right. that mind and start going in a direction that leads you to your higher self. You won't be disappointed.
0: That's right. Uh, Teresa, last words from you.
4: Watch what we're thinking. Be careful what goes in our mind, our subconscious mind, because it's lodged into the subconscious mind. There is a law of neutral neutralization. Balance things. Understand that. The hermetic law of polarity. There's good and there's bad. There's up and there's down. We've got to balance it, balance our thoughts, remembering who we are. Worry and doubt and fear blocks our progress. Worry, doubt and fear is an expression of who we think we are. Worry, doubt and fear is not part of the creator's program. Know thyself and know that thee are free. Free to act, free to think, free to have whatever we want and try the spirit by the spirit. I wanted a, a, a trampoline and I wanted a massager as well as little compartments to put in my bathroom. I just thought about what I wanted and I went to all these of all places. All three of them was together, all three <laughs> trampoline, massager and the compartment. What's what's that doing in all these? Give it to the subconscious. The subconscious does the work for us. Know it.
0: Thank you. Anita, last words from you, my dear. Uh Sure.
2: Um, Well, I just wanna capitalize on what Kiana said and mine is the bigger the front, the bigger the back. So everything is mirrored. Um, All that you need and want to know is within. You don't have to search outside of you, but just meditating quietly. Five minutes is fruitful. 30 minutes is even better. And you'll discover that everything that you need, you already have. You're equipped with it all. So dream and dream big. Well, I would like to thank all of my guests
0: today. If you did not have a fabulous time today. Then you were not really paying attention. To this conversation. This conversation was packed. Full of so many goodies. That there ain't nobody. Within this listening voice. Can say. That I don't know how to do my part. So. This is Dr. Caroline. Bethia Jones signing off. We'll be back next month where our topic of discussion will be faith, desire, and vision. And I hope to see you all again. Have a good evening.